0: 姐
1: be okay. yeah.
2: Who wants to do the uh, the official uh, welcome to the new signal, everybody?
3: Let's let Mitch do it.
2: Okay.
4: Welcome to the new signal, everybody. My name's Nat, (laughs) (laughs) and I've been setting up all day, working real hard. But I know you're gonna like my tunes. I've been uh, working on my voice, changing it up. Mm, Hope you like it. I think it's pretty sweet. It can go kind of like this, or it can
1: kind of go like this, oh yeah,
3: listen to
4: wow, me, my Nat.
3: name is Nat.
4: Nat, man, that's awesome. Huh?
2: Nat, you got, some, you got some moves.
4: I've been working on it. Let's see I can change it up. I don't know if I'm Nat Nat or Nat Nat.
2: <laughs> so uh, what were you up to today? What, what were you up to today, to Nat? Uh, what were you up to today, Nat?
4: <laughs> well... Try to wake up Gabe all day. Oh, shit. Motherfucker sleeps all day, <laughs> just lazy. Buying colored Damn. bulbs, going to bed. Wakes Dad, up, dude. buys some more colored bulbs. <laughs> yeah, I do. Eats White Castle, That's goes right. to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that took about four hours. Then I just tuned a guitar for two hours <laughs> till I got it right. That's true. I saw you sitting on that couch <laughs>
2: for a long time just being like, where's the hole? Where's the hole? Where's the hole? <laughs> there's
4: a couple holes.
3: Oh, are we back to the hole stuff? Oh yeah. my
2: god. Yeah, just search <laughs> for it. The all holes. Start, we're, we're,
4: it all It no, all my, You know, Nate's my mo- my motto is just search for the hole. And <laughs> I learned that. That's from a great Gabe. motto. Yeah. And uh and then I tried to tune this cajon and I realized you can't tune the fucking thing. You just like play it. So that yeah. took that took an hour.
0: Wow. Incredible. <laughs> so uh Wait
5: for, oh, yeah,
3: come, on, come on, Mike!
5: Come on, Mike! Waiting.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? I'm. W- You're next. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Gabe. How do you like having people in your basement? <laughs>
3: I already said, dude. Oh, did you? Okay, sorry. Uh, It's an honor. I love you guys. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm
0: sorry. I asked the one question you've already answered. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. What the fuck, man? That was horrible interview
3: (laughs) skills right there. Yeah, dude. You already forgot. You're making me go back in circles, and I'm not even drunk.
2: (laughs) So tonight in the house, tonight in the basement, we uh, we had a big group tonight. We had a... Obviously, Mr. Gabriel Palomo on the drums. We have uh, Mr. Mike Norse back on the vocals. Didn't have to go to show this tonight. No show today. Oh then we got the uh, Sophie and Darren there on the love seat. <laughs> Sophie and Darren didn't
0: didn't want a picture to get together today. That was, that was a small small bit of news there. Hey, Sophie, Darren, you want a picture together? No, 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 and. Uh,
3: no, you're out. I'm okay. your engineer, Nat.
0: We didn't mean it that way.
3: We we're just being professional,
0: you know. Oh uh, like, no, I'm just trying to be it's, professional. It's funnier know. if I paint a picture where you
2: were yeah, just being yeah. mean to each other. We, okay. <laughs> and right. we got a guest. We got a guest tonight. Yes, we do. <sighs>
3: Give it up on for the drums.
2: We got Mr. Mitch. I don't know your last name. Mitch, Mr. Mr. Mitch Mitchell.
4: <laughs> How about that? I'll take it.
2: Mitch Mitchell Harris. Great. I've, I have a funny story. Okay. Oh, Mitch.
4: When I was a kid, I saw Jimi Hendrix uh, on MTV, right?
2: Yeah.
0: I thought you meant in person. I was (laughs) like, this is going to be good. (laughs) Oh, now what? Now what?
4: I am 44. (laughs) I am (laughs) not quite, you know, 64. (laughs) But, uh, and do you remember those old videos? Mitch Mitchell looks a little bit like something's wrong with him. Who's what do you Mitchell? mean, like ment- the drummer? Like, like, he's a drummer,
2: mentally. Oh, really?
4: Yes, uh, yeah. He looks like there's there's a problem. A Little off, and he's a little off, and he's like a virtuoso drummer.
3: Yeah, is he? And no,
4: I mean, I mean, yeah. I, mean I love, it, I love his No, just like uh, in the, you know, it's like a, it's a video of them playing live. Oh, okay. You know that it was like, you know, Purple Haze or something like that, but and he plays the sticks kind of up here, right? He's a former jazzman, so he kind of plays almost like a crawl, like a pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. Thing and so it's a weird hand gesture and he kind of has this funny and so I was like wow not only is Jimi Hendrix amazing but he found this like savant drummer who like you know doesn't look like he can communicate well in other ways but he's just like this amazing drummer you guys you guys, you guys yeah. seen those videos right yeah I mean, well, he, oh yeah, he, yeah he he, totally. he, he, oh yeah just the like, music itself yeah. and then I and I thought that for years I thought that he was like special. Oh. Basically, and then one day I saw you know, later he was being interviewed as a young, as an older man. He's like this total English gentleman, like all oh, right. When I first met Jimmy, he was a lovely lad. Like he's just totally <laughs> really. And I was like, oh, he's just on a lot of drugs, and he <laughs> contorted his face a lot. But I literally thought he was a special needs because of the way he, hold, he held well, he held his drumsticks I have to and the way he, he, he contorted it. his face really. And I mean, I love his. Just he's one of my zone. favorite drummers. I mean, he and comes he, up.
2: He, he's like a. He comes up with like solid, good, like sort of recognizable so beats. But he's also got this sort of like wild element to him, like kind of, kind of like a little bit like Keith Moon in that yes. sense, like just yeah. kind of he spazzes out on the yeah. drums, just
4: enough, but, but a little more groovy. But he
2: can play that blues groove too. Totally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah.
4: But it turns he's out a he's, great drummer. He's just regular. So I'll take it, but that's not my last name. But nah, I, cool. I admire cool.
2: him. Okay. Well, as far as the new signal is concerned, you're Mitch Mitchell.
3: Paris, right, yeah, that's your last that's right. name. That's my last yeah. name, and uh, M- Mitch. I, me. I met him through uh, my friend Yuri, who uh, Yuri's a uh, the guitarist in my band, uh, The Streets on Fire, and that's how I met Mitch. And uh, so just had a baby, yes, yep, not the band, congratulations, but, the but yeah, Yuri just had a baby, which is awesome. Sasha and uh, Sasha James, Fucking awesome name Alexander.
4: Oh, wow, <laughs> god, all of it is amazing, <laughs> but uh.
3: Yeah, love. I, I met uh, Mitch, uh, you know, through the music scene, and what's cool is our second album, "The Streets on Fire." Mitch helped us produce it, which was amazing
4: time where we were like all over the place, out of control, and. Hey, I, I love that record, by the way, and I see it in the corner there. It's a great piece yes. of art. Fucking love that piece of art—the gorilla in the white suit with the red tights. Yeah. Just, when I saw that, that melted my heart. I was like, this project just all came together when I sold the yeah. cover. It, everything worked a- for a- me. And th- thank you, Mitch. You you helped it. Dude, it was super fun. Come together. So you glued you, you it. You're originally a drummer, though. Is that correct? I am mostly all I would say drummer. I'm just a lucky. I'm just a drummer with ideas who doesn't get paid for my ideas that <laughs> often. And then, so how did you get into producing producing
2: so actually let me first take one step back. In yeah. your mind, what is a producer? Like what does a producer do?
4: Right. And that's a bit you know, there's a lot of different ideas. So yeah. I'm not technical. I I I really dislike and get disinterested when I have to hook up too many things together. So I'm not an engineer at all. But I noticed as I was coming up in the drum circles in Indiana, yeah, and there's like echelons and you can make it through bars and then you can make it through indie bands and then Um, John Cougar Mellencamp actually is from there and so he made it big and so his band was able to have these really nice studios around so you could actually get Wait, where's
2: John Mellencamp from again?
4: He's from Seymour, Indiana which is just outside of Bloomington, Indiana like an hour and a half south And, and so they had like you know California, New York level gear, right? But and in right. the so, middle of Indiana, in the middle of Southern Indiana, and that's awesome. And so, so
2: he kind of he kind of uh, stayed true to his. He kept he, a he, presence uh, in the. He,
4: he lived there. He lived in Seymour. Oh wow! He's, he like still lived there. So his band, and he's kind of a prick in a in a in a way that works totally for him. He's got that kind of attitude, and yeah. he's a true true to I think true to form guy. But he wasn't ever out. But his guitarist had this, Mike Weinchick had this uh, studio. And then he had a B studio for like freaks like us to hang (laughs) out. Because he realized after a while the indie rock crowd would get in there and kind of fuck up the gear a little bit. You know, we're like fucking with it a lot. So he made it a B studio so that we could fuck around. That's cool. And then this guy was an engineer who. So, anyways, I played a couple things there, and you're like, oh, wow, stuff sounds good. And maybe. You know, you were still thinking you were going to get signed or something. You're, they're, they're, it's a college music town, so there's a lot of really good bands. And then there's a lot of, like, college dropouts, and it's a weird, freaky punk rock southern Indiana town. So I started to watch these gigs, and then I was brought in. I I got on a tour with this band. Um, this guy it was in the Lemonheads. He was like an early member. He was in the Blake Babies. He was part of that early Boston scene, and he was hmm. from Indiana. So he ended up going back to Indiana. He had a record deal, and then he was like, shedding his band they were growing apart and so he, as a 19 year old he picked me up because we were just in circles together and he heard me and liked what i did so i was able to go on tour and and get out there and be like oh maybe i can move my way up the ranks so you like, played drums for them yeah so i'm just kind of setting the scene for how i understood what a producer does yeah. sorry i'm wrong no no it's cool so that was that was like wow so there you could actually get on a like people could come to town with actual record get you know t- um Contracts and so I was able to tour, and then once that reputation got out that I was like a touring drummer, this guy who was the lead singer of the Zero Boys, which is a probably the most famous punk band from Indiana, because you know on on classic punk albums they'll be cited. They were definitely an anomaly. And um, Zero Boys. Zero Boys. And Paul Mayhern is that he he ended up being this super you know interesting yogi and like you know um, I think he's a Sufi now. And we became friends. He was a lot older than me, but he was like young when he was in that punk band and he was a little bit of a savant and um Hmm. but he got super into music and he became a very good producer so he would bring me in to do studio sessions every now and then wow and um to play yeah he's like and that's what producers do they're like i got i got a couple guys who can like make this groove make this groove you know guys you trust so I was like, well, what does Paul do? And he definitely had some element of like engineering, but he's mostly like an idea guy. He's really like guiding the ship of like, stop that, focus on this, let's do this. He had great ideas. He's a good mix.
2: And he knows, like he knows how to listen to stuff and kind of see like, okay, this is, this is what you're going for. You got a bunch of ideas going on here. I think this is the thing that,
4: yeah. I mean, he's worked with like, now he's, he's worked with like Iggy Pop. He's worked with, a lot of great bands and americana bands he's like mellencamp's main guy now he's just a great open-minded guy and he actually runs that studio now he calls it the white ark (laughs) he's real Hmm. spiritual Um, (laughs) and he's a lovely person he was really great so through that i kind of was like i think i know what a producer does right and uh, i moved away from indiana and just abandoned music because um to be honest i realized that as a drum, i mean for any kids listening out there. If you're just an <laughs> instrumentalist, the, the 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 actual business side of it is set up to gut you. Well, of course. Right? But I was yeah. 19. I was growing up listening to Led Zeppelin. I was like, I'll be in a band and they'll pay me money. <laughs> for, for people show, who don't do.
2: know, what does that mean? Like, the it's set up to gut you.
4: So it's like, in terms of percentage of points of what you can make on a record, like you get paid for the session as the drummer or as yeah, a musician. That's all you get. And that's like you get, it. You get, that you get day, like a day rate. A day rate. Yeah. yeah. Day rate. And, and then, then if any if, people, other people make the royalties. If anybody teas. writes the song, they get paid um, the most. And then people who are credited on the song and, and like points for maybe doing a, a little bit of arranging or something, right. they get fractions of it. So Bernard Purdy a good example. He's a you know, famous drummer. He did the um, in the evening. <laughs> you mean the Led Zeppelin <laughs> song? Well, yeah, but that's his shuffle. It's the Purdy <laughs> really? Shuffle. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Google per- per- Bill Purdy Purdy Shuffle. He's an amazing guy, this big African American guy who's just got s- groove. I mean, he's played on these bazillion albums. The guy, f- right. the guy's feel is fucking unbelievable. But he talks about it. He's like, I was ripped off for so many years. Wow. People would be like, hey, Birdie, the producer would ask me, can you come up with a way to start this song? And it's like soul, soul, famous soul songs that you know. And they're like the beginning is amazing. And you're like, yeah, that's an arrangement. And so
2: it's like he kind of helped write the he song. He did, and he got paid, but nothing. he got he didn't get credit for he, or paid for nothing. writing the song. With, yeah, yeah. He's
4: he's actually gone. like He's said, I went half my life without realizing I should be demanding that I get some, like that's what I was doing. It's obvious, and I didn't. So it's kind of set up so nobody will teach you that people, you know, the the songwriters and the and the people involved just expect you not to ask much.
2: So when you're talking about Jimi Hendrix, you made me think about um, if there's any art, like if there's any band or artist that you could see that you were like that you were never able to see oh, live. great question! Who would it be? Love this question. Hendrix would definitely be one. Like if I w- was able to see him. But is
0: it is it somebody that was alive while you have been alive, or somebody who's you've never? Wasn't you alive never right?
2: had the chance. You would never have had yeah, the chance. Yeah, like Duke Ellington or in their prime. You know? Yeah, like Miles. Da- even Miles Davis, like yeah, it's, like um, in their prime, or like. See, yeah.
4: I even have particular shows that I would've liked to see. Like I would have liked to see the first Velvet Underground show at a fucking high school in New York oh, Long yeah. Island. That's a good one. I would've one. liked to seen what the fuck that was.
5: <laughs>
2: yeah. Velvet Underground, that's a good one. Do you think they got, Me, through, do do the think they got through the set? No, you know, the without fighting. Think,
4: <laughs> <laughs> who's anyway, singing who this else? song? I wrote you? the damn song. Darren, what would you what, would, what would, off the top of your head, what would you like? to Roy Harper. See? No, no.
0: Well I, actually I would yeah, I haven't seen him actually i know he's still i'm, going. He's I'm still not cooking. joking he's still going yeah echo and the bunny i still haven't seen mm. that's the band that i've always regretted missing
4: yeah they they, they toured not like, i know it's, it's still yeah I it. miss them. now
0: it's like 100 bucks probably <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> i loved echo and the bunny men back in the day
0: they're still good you know my first concert ever was uh john cougar Mellencamp. Ow. Uh, wow. seeing in a big arena in Montreal. And I'm from
4: Indiana, so shout out to the, Coug. yeah, Best shout the out Cougs. Yeah, the
0: Coug. And I, I must have had a couple drinks, but I was a teenager, and I went there with a friend of mine and his girlfriend. All I remember is we had—I'm not kidding you—we had the very last row <laughs> of the arena. Like there was the only thing behind us was brick wall, so I could barely see him. But for some reason, I was like, I think this is cool. And then like, t- 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 like I'm twenty minutes, sure. <laughs> twenty minutes later, I was puking in the bathroom. I think I was like my first time smoking weed or something I came back and I like reeked a puke up against the wall What did you puke on uh, yourself? As like No, I puked uh, in the bathroom, man. Okay. You, on myself. Well, you said you reeked of puke. Well, I just puked, you know. it's uh, not like I carry a, you know, a cleaning system, but you know, I did my best. <laughs> I, you know, I tried my best. Wow. Why are you picking on my puking, man? <laughs> and, and then you were like, "Yeah, dude." And like, then I get back not, to, "I get back to, on his puking, dude." Yeah, he's why? He's talking
3: about cool, metal camp. that's okay. way anyway. More
0: important, and I couldn't, I could barely make out. I was like, I think those are his songs. Like I could kind of hear them, but it was pretty far. So it wasn't very funny. It wasn't very. Spiritual. But then you're like, "Best no. show
2: ever." But the, but the best show? <laughs> it no, it was a horrible.
0: It was like a laughable show. What was the best show? Oh man, there's been a lot. There's been a lot. All right. Give I'll, us your I'll, best. I'll keep it at the, I'll keep it at the first and, and we can go around the table if you guys want to share. Okay. Your first. Well, I got mine already.
2: Okay. What's your best show? Santana. <laughs> best
4: show? Best show? I've never seen him. Because here's yeah, my experience.
2: I've never seen him either. It, like it, it, was, in, it was
3: in 92. I was in Schomburg and my boss, the guy I was working with, he was like, hey, dude, let's go to concert. Let's go see Santana. Santana. And like, we're like, all right, cool. And we went out. It was like, by Sears or you know in out in Schomburg. I, f- I forgot what venue was out there but we drove his Corvette out there or like it's in a Corvette convertible like going through the fucking streets of uh you know the suburbs Then he's like hey man fucking Santana bro I'm like dude I'm like this is awesome dude I'm like All right, dude this is, I've heard this music since I was a kid like you know at the weddings <laughs> at the quinta, at the, <laughs> the, <quintuñetras>, the <laughs> you know, at the at the parties on the yeah. south side, it's like that's him. I go, that's dope. I got so wasted. I was like, you know. Little known
4: fact: the in Woodstock, actually, Woodstock said is amazing. The drummer is fucking nineteen years old. Really? His drummer at that time was nineteen. At the time, wow. Playing Woodstock, man. man
3: that yeah. What? I forgot his name, but
4: yeah. Yeah, he's a great, awesome band.
3: Nineteen years old. Yeah.
0: Carlos Santana.
2: Um, Nat, what about got you? A
1: Black
4: woman. Are we doing a favorite show or first okay. show, favorite so, show?
2: Okay, so I don't know if this this <laughs> wasn't tech. So I got mostly like memorable shows. They didn't, didn't necessarily have to be like the best shows ever. So as an example, uh, so when Beastie Boys were making Ooh. their were making their comeback with "Check Your Head," I, yeah. I just they, watched a first video of that, that. It was that,
4: amazing. Looked amazing. I would have. They loved played
2: to see at a high school gym in Moline, Illinois and i went to see them and they were just playing it was just like a shitty gym show like they just had like a couple pa speakers and they and like it wasn't even really that packed like because people still you know people they'd been off the radar for a long time right so like uh but they came out they fucking rocked like a license to ill you know like
4: let it go, let yourself go. Did they, they did. They did. License to Ill, too. Yeah.
2: Oh, they did most. Like those were the songs that everybody knew, right? Yeah. Right. And so then, right. Check Your Head was kind of these new songs that they were playing, you know, and uh, that was like it was probably technically like not the best show ever, but it was super memorable because it was like. I saw the Beastie Boys in a gym with, yeah. like, with a like hundred other people.
4: Wow. That's crazy. Well, because I just uh, I got in a little YouTube hole of it, and there's a Check Your Head proper show, like, in, like, Scotland or something, and it looks amazing. They were... They had, you know, Mixmaster Mike doing his shit, and they would, like, break into, like, their punk stuff and then go back into... It looked like it was a totally stellar show, but that must have been the refined... Yeah. It was super fancy. Like, totally... On out. One of the best shows I ever saw in my life was P-Funk All-Stars. George Clinton. And you know who came out?
0: George Clinton. Ice Cube. No. <laughs> no.
4: no. <laughs> keep keep guessing. He played with those guys and he's super uh, famous. But Bootsy, Collins? Bootsy Ex- Collins. Yes. Yeah, of course. So first Boots, but first, this is the most genius stage move I ever seen in my life. First just other, like they're playing for like half an hour an hour. And all of a sudden and he doesn't come out. And all of a sudden you see his like giant. He has that giant pedal thing, you know, the effects pedal, and it uh, comes out, and everyone's like, Ooh.
2: "What is it?" Like, comes out like,
4: like, 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 like his crew brings out.
2: Oh, okay. I thought it was like floating down. Yeah. from From this. <laughs> <on>, from- <laughs> no,
4: his crew just like walking out, and then and then something else comes out, and like they slowly load up his gear. It takes a couple songs, and the crowd's like, oh. I'm like, woo, woo, woo. "Meanwhile, the are they also, jamming the whole they're time?" They're jamming the whole time. The crowd's it's a mostly black crowd. It was an it was like this old amphitheater in Indy. I was I just been introduced to them in high school I'm just like wow and then all was sudden, and then finally in like five song build up he walks out doesn't turn to the audience picks up the bass and plays with the bass to his back to the audience for fucking three songs wow and wow. at the end he wow. finally turned around and when he finally turned around the audience went in fucking insane wow <laughs> insane and I that, could that was totally all he that. did wow. and it was like if you can't I mean, even if the band is old or whatever, I want to hope for a great show. I want to hope right, for a great right, interaction. Right. This is P Funk All Stars. They were way past their prime. It was one of the best shows I've ever seen, and they knew how to. Because the audience, it's a, it's to, a, it's a, it's a communion play. with the, with if the audience. Of the yeah. band have a communion. Yeah. It's a spiritual, medicinal Connection. moment.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. The whole totally. point
4: of having a cathartic moment in a live show is to see right. and experience in live time the band.
0: You notice these public television performances they have of, like, 50s bands, 40s, 50s and 60s bands, really, performing for, like, audiences that are now, like, 80 and 90, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're in, like, you know, a, a nice small theater, and they get up, and it's like, you know, they're playing La Bamba or whatever, and, oh, yeah. like, everybody, talent, yeah. and, you know, they, they just got shot to the audience with their eyes open, they're just like, La Bamba, yes, <laughs> That was my I use. Videos, and it's, like, wow. it's going to be ours next. Is it be Depeche Mode? <laughs> yeah, we're already so, there. Yeah, you know, we're they're already be, there. And yeah. you go and see them, and you just like Depeche Mode is looking at you, and you're looking at them, and <laughs> we're all like right. looking at each other, being like, we're all a lot older.
2: So I mean, when we up, went to hey. Ravinia and saw Duran Duran, like that, that was like a total old person concert. Like people are just yeah. sitting on the lawn, yeah. having wine. And then, you know, Duran's like, the
1: reflex you know, <laughs> is an only just? Yeah. See, I, I, I And it
2: just felt like, uh I, Now, if you could have seen them in the 80s, like when they were, like, in their, in their prime. prime, that would have been the shit, you know. But, like, now you're just kind of watching them, and and you're old, and they're old, and it's just. And they're just like, the reflex Yeah. for, <laughs> like, I mean, they're good, but it's a—it li- is a little sad. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep writing new stuff. That's what it is. No, but well, I mean, you don't even want even to bad. hear the new stuff. Yeah, just, it's they just try, right. like, you know, you did a good thing. Goodbye. Like, here, and here are some songs from our new album. And everyone goes and you yeah, know, it's like yeah, gets a drink or popcorn. goes to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and then all the the reflex.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, <it's just> like <laughs> oh, it's one song, and then you spend five hours in the parking lot trying to get
4: home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You oh, know? Yeah. I hate I, I, yeah, I I, I know. no. I, I think like I, said, I don't like the movie yet. everybody it. kept talking about move to Chicago and then I got there. I had no idea you didn't see, you couldn't see the band. I was like, why the? It was like Hall and Oates. I was like, why the fuck dude, am I yeah. here if I can't see? And I was like, well, I guess does it doesn't matter? And I was like, I think it does. I don't want to have a picnic. Dude. And you gotta like sorry, take a train. I want to pretend like I'm yeah. seeing the I'm band. I'm sorry, but I, just like I the just whole.
3: If if, like if you're gonna real. design a concert venue and you're gonna like you know, dude, I want to be able to wherever I'm sitting. Even see if I have a best. picnic table the in the back, I want to see
4: the see stage. their awkward old yeah. bodies. No, we got falling a video, video screen.
3: You know, it's like you're. Yeah, it, I, I think ravinius the, the whole concert. I'm like, dude, I will never go back there again. It's just the worst concert yeah. venue.
0: And in how about the how
4: about the next it, concert? You and I will protest it outside. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and
2: then Boo. getting the cars. Go
4: home, people. Yeah. Boo. Are you yeah. gonna have that? Well, and then and then you find that? out when I you can I have some of that food you're gonna throw away. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then when you find out <laughs> when you get there that like people like camp out like oh, yeah. first thing in the morning to try to get those primo spots on Do the line. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, dude. There's like a whole game to it. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah and then people
3: bring out their dining dining tables and all this. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. They got like like, dude, it's out of control. I'm like, dude, really? I go, you can't even see the fucking stage. I go, I came here to I want to see the artist. I want to see the performers. I want to see the
4: I just didn't associate music with like I mean, I love eating and I don't mind some posh behavior, but something about having like a dining cloth and table and I just kind of uh, found it disorienting. I was just like... It is. I didn't know where to look or what to do. I'm like, should we pretend right. the band isn't playing? They're like, actually, here, do we interact with them? Do we not? Right. It's just disorienting. Dude, it is. I'm like, should I have brought more roast beef? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do exactly here? You're right, dude. It looks... It's its just Satisfied? Weird. I'm, I'm just i am just confused. I am, dude. I was just more confused. Well, and then, like, if
2: you go there and you come with nothing, like, you feel like a loser. Yeah. Oh, totally. I was kind of like,
4: oh, I guess...
2: Like, oh, I'm everyone... Like wow, <laughs> okay. You don't, don't have your own china. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: No,
3: yeah, right. Uh, dude. You don't okay. have candles. I brought a blanket. That plastic silver. My napkin doesn't like... have
4: my initials on it. I should have brought my bar mitzvah <laughs> so, napkin. So you I have know my what car I'm talking seat. about it. But... Yeah, totally. Yeah, I was dude, totally... There's people out,
3: that but... go there. They go strapped, dude. They're like, they're like, boom. They're, boom. Like this is ours.
2: Yeah, but what I will give them is like if you can set up a pretty sweet spread there, like it's probably pretty like it's probably pretty cool. Yeah, they're probably like at home right now. Those same people are like, (laughs) Ravinia is the best thing that's ever
0: happened to us. They're
3: planning their next. They're probably going tomorrow. they're probably
0: going to bed right now, dreaming of Ravinia for tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) They're gonna get there with their checkered picnic table and all these like,
3: dude, they're not checkered, bro. They got beyond checkered. Whatever, they got like their they got China it got embroidered fucking like you know cloth. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they're like they're not checkers well all checkers. the
0: power to them man they're really nice people up there uh you know i i'm i'm happy for the people <laughs> who enjoy it i don't e
5: d
1: I'm moving, all looking for a new place to drive. You sit beside me, so newly charming. Sweat and dewdrops glisten, fresh in your sight And the sun drips down, batting heavy behind the front of your dress, all shadowy line. And the droning engine. Throbs in time with your beating heart And the sun drips down, batting heavy behind The front of your dress, all shadowy line. All shadowy line, the droning engine throbs in time with your beating heart. Then the sun rips down Benny leather behind. The front of your dress, all shadowy line.
0: Totally not in tune. Ah, that's horrible. You know, Pogoing in the pit. Somebody who's skinny, bony guy. A friend of mine, actually.
2: Is that what you call it? Pogoing, pogoing in the pit.
0: Pogoing, yeah. I do not know we <laughs> call it a pit, even. Right?
2: Is that what it was like? Uh, is that what you called moshing?
0: Yeah, yeah. It was when you go up and down instead
3: of.
2: Sideways. And you just go slam around in, the, in a pit somewhere? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
3: Pogoing so, wait, in the wait, pit. So, wait. Mosh pit, like, like just. It could For get us. a little scary. For Chicago, it's like it's called jacking, like okay. just letting your body jack, just like yeah, that's yeah. And just yeah. start pushing people. Yeah, like, exactly. That's yeah. yeah. And that's the same as the yeah. skinhead. Fra- well, skinheads like yeah, like da da that's, that's story again, And in Germany, right. they they didn't want they didn't. It was funny because when I lived out in uh, in Berlin, mm-hmm. it was like you know we start jacking, we start like dancing the way we dance in Chicago. Right. They're like yeah. And just start jumping around and pushing. And they're like, yeah, you know, we be we, with our friends. Like, yeah, we're from Chicago. This is how we dance to this shit. In the <laughs> club. This and, is how we do it. And in the club, and everybody, like, hey, stop now. And they make us, like, stop dancing like that. We're uh-huh. like, why? Well, what's going on? Like, yeah, that's that's like skinheads. They, that's the way they dance. Oh. I'm like, what? That's tribal right serious? It's serious dude when you're in Germany like you can't be at a club and even have a camera and take pictures of your experiences at the club no. in other words you take a picture with a normal iPhone whatever that's called surveillance wait you, you don't you can't no, take dude, pictures they got, no dude they got laws against all that shit because of because of what they went through dude with the German the Nazis and all that dude it's, it's serious more fun for you no more selfies. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're
2: we're we're gonna have to get some uh, confirmation on this. If, if oh, there's shit. anyone, oh. if, if there's anyone okay. out there listening dude. who can confirm, games story that dude. I, that, uh,
5: dude. Uh,
2: dude, I got, yeah, we got, got we, got, got, a, we got, got a fact there's check. No this one. cameras on I the cell DJ, phones.
3: I got, in got DJs. I got friends who are out there, and they're like, dude. I just spun at this club and no policy, no cameras, no pictures. Sorry, I can't show you how dope the fucking party was. You
2: I mean, can't. that's what we're dealing with right now. You know, when people are getting caught doing all sorts of stuff yeah. on social media. The, because everyones reason, You're right. Hold on, because everyone's like, everyone's always shooting video or taking photos all the time. So, right.
3: But in Germany, the reason they banned it was because of what they went through.
4: Okay, we have some confirmation of oh, 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 Gabe's oh, oh, here anti we go. Uh, Mitch did oh. some research. Okay, here we Mitch, go. no photo policy in clubs. Um, it says places like Munich are much more conservative than maybe Berlin. Berlin, but they say there's three main policies. Loose, it stands on the door if you're entering the club, but if you're inside, you'll see people taking pictures. No one cares or says something. That's a prime example of trying to behave cool as, as a club, and honestly, blah, 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 blah. Okay, medium. Uh, Robert Johnson in Frankfurt, Watergate in Berlin. You won't get kicked out for snapping a picture, but if someone on the staff sees you, they'll ask you to delete it. Pretty strict. Wow. wow. That so, so yeah. And they, then strict. they have, they have signs. Is,
3: they have signs with uh, the with the circle they and the cross in the camera. Kit
4: Kat Club, obviously fetish scene clubs. Burgheim. All these clubs have dark rooms, so you can guess why they don't want pictures. So yeah. Berghein,
3: you know. you'll see Bergheim there.
4: So
2: it's just clubs, Dresser. or is it just like a general kind of thing in Germany where like and they,
4: and they show a photo of cameras? Dude, cameras will be covered up. They actually put this gummy red tack over the um, over the lens of your iPhone. Wow, wow! It's, it's
3: surveillance, dude. It's called surveillance, Nat, dude. So at least it's more all about more, more of a culture than
4: we're used to. They don't we,
3: want die, what their country went through. With everything they went through, they, the last thing they want is to surveillance people. So that's why they're like against all that shit, dude. They, you know, do, it they seems were on there. the
4: list of uh, they were there bad things the Nazis did. You know, yeah, exactly. Photos are just kind of high on, you know, not super. It's high on the list of some of the other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. experimentation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, like yeah, a couple of the other things. But like, hey fuck that photo man just get it out of here yeah none of this Nazi photo shit <laughs> so there's some <laughs> no that makes
2: sense oh, dude. it's like crazy like, dude. yeah you're not you can let yeah. loose and not yeah. worry about someone snapping a photo of you looking stupid or yeah like it's you. pretty
3: crazy I can with it the yeah. clubs I went.
2: I'm getting the. I'm getting. Oh, I'm getting the. I'm getting look at, the red light sign. We we got. We got Birdie in the house. Oh oh, Birdie's coming down. She made it. She's like, would you guys just get out of my house already? <laughs> anyway, uh, so this has been uh, an episode of the New Signal. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, <laughs> check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts can be found. Uh, please give us a rate and review. Give us some five star, five star ratings. You can reach me at nat at the or at natsodi on Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, all right. Take care.